How biased are you in your decision making? Hi, my name is Amit Batra and this is part 2 of a three-part podcast series on effective decision making. Let's get started. We all are biased in some way or the other and to a different degree. The question is to know which of our biases might come in the course of crucial decision making. In this podcast we will talk about what is a bias and why should we be concerned about identifying bias in our decision making process which are the significant biases we need to check consciously and debias against if you have missed the part 1 of this podcast i would recommend you go back to part 1 of this podcast where i cover how bad decisions are made Now let's take a closer look at biases and how they distort our view of reality and influence our decisions. So let's answer the question, what is a bias and why should we be concerned about identifying biases in our decision making process? Bias is the disappropriate weight in favor or against an idea or a thing, usually in a closed-minded prejudice or unfair way biases can be innate or learned people may develop preferences for or against an individual a group or a belief in our context we'll focus on cognitive bias cognitive biases are mental shortcuts which are also called heuristics that can affect us in several ways they can decrease our power to perceive they can polarize our field of view or make us mentally blind to a few dimensions of the problem we face they can create mental noise causing confusion and haze in our thought process impacting our ability to reason or decide in a sense cognitive bias overweighs our thought process in a manner that skews our reasoning or decisions in a repeatable pattern which most of the times results in a non optimized and poor outcome let's look at an analogy here photography is an excellent analogy to visualize biases and their impact on our thought process when clicking a snap you make a variety of decision first you compose your shot deciding what to include and what to exclude this can be equated to what our mind chooses and discards not to look at in our decision making process secondly we decide where to focus which areas to emphasize in our composition this decision making can be equated to analyzing what you want to explore or synthesize and to what level and finally we decide how long we want to gather light in our camera to get the perfect composition in decision making it can be equated to the length and the quality of our decision making analysis whenever we click a photo we decide what to include and what to exclude our decision making process is no different 
in critical decision making we don't want to exclude or emphasize areas that are not relevant leading to distortion of our quality of decisions or reasoning now let's talk about how can we spot the bias here are few indicators to identify if a cognitive bias is at play in your thought process i'm going to talk about certain examples i'm going to share some examples and see if these resonates with you i know he can handle it my team needs this first i'll look at the outcome people would agree with me on this i don't believe new data is related to us that will never happen i told you so let's go with the default option i know we are getting hit but let's continue as planned i know how it will pan out prove it to me that i am wrong it's either our gain or their gain wow 40% off i'll take it i'm not biased and finally we have worked so hard on this this is shaping up very well if the examples that i just shared resonate with you and you feel that it frequently plays in your mind and action there is a high probability that your decision making process is biased before we go further i would like to emphasize that being biased does not mean being wrong it means that you have a tendency to think in a particular manner and are likely to repeat your thought processes and hence outcomes identifying one's bias that pulls or pushes our thinking in a particular direction is critical to improving our decision making quality if you are overweighing or underweighing any particular aspect in your thinking you need to add counterweights in your thought process to ensure your decisions are well processed and clear headed now let's move on to the next question which are the significant bias we need to check and guard in our decision making process consciously let's take a closer look at some of the significant cognitive biases and see how they influence our decision making choice first we'll talk about halo effect when a positive view about a person product or service from your experience or perception impacts your outlook about the same person product or service halo effect is at play halo effect makes us assume a more positive outlook towards a person or a product based on our experience or perception about them halo effect short circuits a critical decision making process into assuming a more favorable outlook from them even in a different context for example if you love apple products chances are you will believe that any new apple product will also be good the converse is also true if you hate apple products chances are you'll hate other new apple products as well this negative halo 
based on our perception or experience is called the horn effect human mind is always gathering impressions these positive or negative impressions turn into a bias making you take a stronger stand more quickly without analyzing adequately now let's move on to the next bias which is in group favoritism humans have a deep psychological need to belong in a group it could be a team a random group or an organizational structure in group favoritism is when you assign more weight to people within your own or supported group this can lead to favoritism towards ideas opinions and outcomes generated from within the group and bias our decisions if you follow any sport your favorite team or player will seem better vis-a-vis others this may be true but in group favoritism we reach that conclusion faster without a more profound thought process the next bias is outcome bias when you focus on ultimately what happened that is outcomes that the past and not necessarily the environment and context in which the outcome happened outcome bias is at play this bias leads you to assume or shun the condition context and uniqueness of the past outcome and zooms you into implying that the same outcome would happen this time around as well if you had an successful past outcome say you invested and doubled your return chances are when making a new investment you may fast track into assuming that this time around also the investment will yield the same or better results the converse is also true if you burnt your hands at say stock trading chances are you'll assume a similar outcome next time and decide to stay away next let's talk about false consensus effect assuming others are like us or will agree with us is an indicator of the false consensus effect here we assume that others or the majority in the group will agree with our ideas rationale and decisions considering that our logic and choices will be evident and understandable by them this effect can make us overstep our judgment and make decisions for others alternatively it can make us believe in a false assumption that others will naturally agree with our decisions and our reasoning for it this bias is especially more active when you have a high degree of familiarity within the group and make you assume that the group will think feel and act the way you do next let's move on and talk about semilvinic's reflex dismissing new thoughts ideas data or opinions that do not align with yours is this bias here one has a more substantial and quicker dismissive reaction to any divergent inputs this bias 
can close your thought process for new inputs leading you to process your thoughts and decide based on what your mind sees and consider. This bias increases with past successes and acts like a mental filter decreasing your field of view. Now let's talk about normalcy bias. Ignoring risk or assuming that an unfavorable outcome will not happen to you is normalcy bias. With this bias, one thinks that bad things won't happen to them. They assume normalcy by default. This bias leads to assuming normality and leads us to block out any thoughts around dangers or downside, leading you to take uncalculated risks. Rightfully so, normalcy bias is also called the ostrich effect. The reverse of this effect is called worst case scenario bias, where one is paralyzed by thinking the absolute extreme and is unable to take a decision. These two biases swing our mindset into eternal optimist or eternal pessimist. Balancing between these two extremes is essential to assess the risk and then take a well-assessed decision. Next, let's talk about confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is the tendency to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms or supports your prior beliefs or values. People tend to unconsciously select the information that support their views but ignore non-supportive information. People also tend to interpret evidences that support their existing position. This effect is most substantial for desired outcome, for emotionally charged issues and deeply entrenched beliefs. This bias tricks you into assuming that what you have analyzed, searched for and discussed is correct. Relating to our photography analogy, the way you have composed your shot is right. Now, of course, if you get two more photographers composing the same shot, your decision gets enforced subconsciously and confirmed that the composition is perfect. The fact that three people decided to take a photo in a particular composition does not imply that that composition is best. Hence, confirmation bias will trick you into assuming that the composition is best and that's a thought trap. Now let's talk about default effect. When confronted with choices, if you decide with the default option to avoid thinking through, then default effect is at play. This bias prevents us from thinking about the possibilities more deeply and make us take the most evident one to reduce risk. This bias makes us choose earlier to avoid thinking. It comes into play especially when you give too many choices and your mind is overwhelmed. Our mind is designed to take shortcuts in thinking and avoid thinking heavy tasks to conserve energy. 
being conscious of this bias is essential to know where you are avoiding reflection and are going with the grain or the default option and not necessarily the best option moving on next is plan continuation bias the reluctance to change one's approach despite change in context or condition is plan continuation bias here one is inclined heavily towards continuing the plan and not changing it questioning this bias means questioning the approach one needs to take to make necessary course correction in light of the changes in the situation let's talk about dunning kruger effect this bias makes your knowledge inversely proportional to your confidence i'll say that again this bias makes your knowledge inversely proportional to your confidence that is when you know more you feel less confident and vice versa this bias can generate a false sense of superiority or inferiority adding more swing in your decision making this bias can lead to overestimating one's competence than reality and develop a false sense of ability similarly valid for the other way around differentiating between what you know and what you think you know helps in questioning and reducing this bias now let's talk about endowment effect the tendency to overestimate the value of a product or process over the market is endowment effect this bias makes you assign a higher value to things that you already own this bias comes in the way of evaluating opportunities where you need to trade in or exchange now let's talk about zero sum bias either or yes no ours or there is a potential zero sum bias at play this bias makes you assume that there are only limited and absolute choices this bias can stop us from seeing other possibilities and may force our attention to close between the absolute choices where one wins and the other loses moving on let's talk about anchoring this bias makes us tilt heavily towards the initial set of information ideas and reasoning that has been shared over others that were shared subsequently this bias makes the initial or the first set of ideas and options more lucrative and tricks our mind to choose them over other ideas it's common to see this bias in action when people go for shopping of furniture research suggests that people are likely to buy the furniture they see first 30% more than furniture they see later this bias is about first or initial impressions which can be misleading if not analyzed correctly for critical decisions moving on let's talk about blind spot bias i don't have bias they do 
the reluctance or inability to acknowledge bias in one's thought process and thinking that is the present that is present only in others is a sign of blind spot bias such bias can impact in many ways it can restrict you from getting other perspectives it can also stop you from thinking about the reason and decision from different dimensions and perspectives moreover it can put additional filter in your mind to treat others input as heavily biased and perhaps ill intentioned finally let's talk about the ikea effect attaching more value to what you have created or have is called ikea effect we tend to overestimate our work and underestimate others work with this bias this bias can prevent us from evaluating other options objectively especially if you or your team has created something already this effect creates an illusion of higher value towards work or choices make made up till now and creates inertia in making any changes to them in conclusion our biases can take a heavy toll on our ability to make effective decisions one needs to be careful and mindful of identifying and then correctly counterbalancing the tendency to ensure a well balanced decision making process in the third and the final part of this decision making podcast we will look at how can we handle these biases and improve the quality of our decision making process i hope you found this useful take care